Welcome everyone to Comic Floss Weekly with Annabelle Brown. If you love to have fun, you are in the right place. Let's learn about comics and be creative. Blast off into comic world and have fun. Today, my brother and I will be interviewing the author of Mr. Wolf's class, Aaron Nell Steink. Thank you for coming on to this interview, Aaron. I have a few questions prepared. Let's go ahead and start. Okay, so the first question is, what inspired you to write the series Mr. Wolf's Class? Well, that's a great question, Annabelle. Um, what inspired me to write the series Mr. Wolf's Class is um, I'm actually a teacher. Um, I'm, I've taught every grade um, except for kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I've, even, I've even taught preschool. And um, I just felt like there was a lot of really great, rich um, storytelling that could happen in a in a classroom and um, from the teacher's perspective and also the student's perspective and so I made Mr. Wolf's class with that in mind thinking you know there's some really awesome things that happen in the classroom and really funny things and unique things that maybe I've never seen in a book before and so I wanted to put that that in my stories. Well yeah you I can tell you that that that's true I mean I used to be in an older class like last year and there's a lot of things you can do behind a teacher's back that they would never expect you to do (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i you know that's that's interesting i don't see everything even though i claim to know everything that's happening (laughs) yeah there's definitely things that happen behind my back like a wood chip fight in the rain when you're supposed to be inside like that (laughs) i mean that's (laughs) happened before twice okay let's see Um, which character do you think is your favorite? Why? Um, I think Penny is my favorite. Penny is a pig. Um, but I mean, I think of the characters, even though they look like animals, I still think of them as being real people. Um, but Penny is a really big hearted character. She really loves everybody. Um, she is a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, she's not like the best student as far as like you know her grades and things like that um and she's not aware of everything that's going on but she's she's sweet and she cares she's also the one who feeds the rats in the school because she really loves uh she loves her (laughs) friends who are the rats and um i don't know i just she's a real person to me and i i you know even though i made her up um but she's still kind of loosely based on real students that i've had and um but she, she became her own character, and I, I just like her. She's fun to draw, too. After that, I would say uh, Margot. Um, Margot's really um, a great character. She's just such a, like, kind of the person I would ins- aspire to be. Um, just gets along with everybody. Um, she's, you know, good at school, has lots of friends. Um, just a really well-rounded person, and, I you know, not shy, um, but maybe maybe she is on the inside, but um, she doesn't appear to be. Yeah, you're right. I, I can actually profile a lot of my friends to be like Margot, actually. I, yeah. Do you, uh, okay, here's an, another question. Um, I actually, I don't know, and this would be, this is like a question that a lot of people would ask you. Do you create the words or the pictures first? Um, it depends. I think... 
when I started making Mr. Wolf's class, I started drawing and writing at the same time. Um, so I have a big sketchbook and I would draw all the characters and, and I would come up with um, kind of the look first and how I want to draw these people, how I want to draw these characters. So, you know, even Mr. Wolf, I started drawing myself as this wolf kind of character um, a long time ago. Um, but now when I, when I write a new story, like a Mr. Wolf's class story, I've already, I already know what it looks like. I've kind of created the world. So th I start by writing now. Um, so I actually write out a script and I show that to my editor and then my editor might say, yay, this is great. Let's do it. And you can draw the book or she might say, oh, this is not very good. Uh, try again. <laughs> and then I go, ah, where? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I don't have an editor obviously, but when I first started making comics, like my main comic is called Amy's Comic Funnies. I drew the characters first. I drew first, then I wrote. Then I wrote. I usually do the. I actually, you know what? I actually do the. I actually draw the characters first, and then I do the speech bubbles, and then I fill them in. I think that's what I do. Yeah, and it's different for everybody, but I think I think drawing is a big part of that first step for a lot of cartoonists. Yeah. Let's see. Um, how does your writing process work? Can you walk us through it? Yeah. Um, well. Again, like for the new books that I'm writing, I, I write the story first. I didn't always used to do that. I used to draw pretty much the whole thing first, and then I'd put the words in as I draw it. Um, but now I write I write the whole thing. So like right now, I'm trying to write a new story, um, a completely different book. And as I write it, um, you know, I get these ideas that come to me. It could be in the middle of the night, and then I like try to write them down. Um, and once I get a story in place, then I start thumbnailing. Um, and I actually don't do thumbnails. I draw like big, big drawings that are really scribbly and sketchy um, in a sketchbook. And I draw the whole story and I write at the same time, right? Um, and then I go through and then I redraw it. Um, I draw in pencil for my next draft. And then I redraw that in ink. And that's actually the easiest part. It's really fun to ink because I've already spent the time drawing it in pencil. And then I just kind of trace over my lines and that's when I really like it because I can listen to music or I could like even watch a TV show or something. Um, but when I'm planning it out, I, I can't listen to anyone talk or I, I have to just listen to music or, or nothing at all. Um, and then the final step is to color it. And um, I color in uh, Photoshop right now and I've actually hired a colorist to color my uh, the last Mr. Wolf's class book and the newest one I'm having a colorist color his name is alec longstreth and uh, he has a, a web comic called isle of elsie uh that's online that you can check out but um he's been helpful because he can just kind of look at how i've colored the other books and just kind of match it and then he can bring his own uh creativity and talents to it uh, but that's basically it but you know making comics is just about making you know images that tell a story with words and you can do it in any kind of way that you want to do it. That's that's my way. Yeah, okay. That's that's a pretty cool answer. I always like listening to like the process, especially like looking at it. Like some books, like a lot of the graphic novels I look at are like thumbnails of the characters and then the writing process. Like one of my favorite books, Snapdragon, they they have uh, something like that. Yeah, I noticed that and I read that book too. I thought it was really good. 
Um, a lot of the books that first second publishes, they uh, oftentimes have extra pages at the end that show um, sketches or cover sketches and things like that, which is really cool. Okay, let's see. What age kids like average read your books? Um, I like my books to be accessible to anybody. So, you know, you know, with, with that in mind, I, you know, I think anybody can read them enjoy th and enjoy them. But um, I would say I hear a lot from parents of kids who are just learning how to read. So like first grade kids, second grade kids, um, those are kind of the ones that I, I think really, really connect with the books. Um, but then again, I, you know, I, I have kids in sixth grade reading the books and I like them. <laughs> So I think that they're, they're accessible for anybody, but you know, uh, it's kind of like if you, if you had, there's nothing else like it. And I, I don't say that to like, um, give myself any, you know, brownie points or anything, but, uh, I really don't think there's any books like it. And if you could categorize it, I'd say it's in between Raina Telgemeier books and like Dave Pilkey Dogman books. There's, it's like somewhere in between where, yeah. um, it's funny but it's also about real kids in a real classroom. Yeah, I think the a mix between those is probably around what I like most. So, yeah, let's see. Um, who do you admire most and why? That's a hard question. Um, there's a lot of great people that I like. Um, but, you know, the more you find out about people, <laughs> you always find out there's like, oh, there's something that that person wasn't, you know, like... I'll give you an example. This is the person that really inspired me to make books um, and to tell stories, and that's Hayao Miyazaki. Um, you might have seen My Neighbor Totoro or Kiki's Delivery Service or Spirited Away, and these are movies that um, he directed and wrote, well, or you know, adapted from books sometimes. Uh, in, in the case of Kiki's Delivery Service, but um, these are stories that he made into animated films with a big crew of people, but it's really his voice. Um, and he really spends a lot of time, you know, making these movies and they're very personal to him and they're very different than anything else out there. I think that's why they're so popular. But, um, you know, when I first saw his movies, when I was a teenager, I knew I wanted to make art again. I, I kind of gave up for a while and then I wanted to go back and I wanted to learn how to do movies and everything. And then I eventually started doing comics. Um, but the reason why I say, you know, it's hard to like choose person to be like your hero because there's always some things that aren't perfect about people and so like um Miyazaki is not a good he wasn't a good father like you know his 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 wife pretty much raised his children because he was always working on his movies He'd get up in the morning and go work on a movie and and, and he, so he didn't really see his kids that often and that's not a good role model you know I want to I want to be a better father <laughs> than he was um but I still want to try to make you know, movies, or I want to make comics that are as good as his movies. That's my goal in life. Okay, let's see. Um, I really want to add one more question, but I don't know if we have time. I can see if we have time. I think we may. We've been going for 10 minutes. I think I think we may have time. I would say, um, what inspired you to start? Uh, oh, right, I already said that. I mean, when did you start writing comics? When did you start getting interested in them? Um, that's a great question, and it's hard for me to answer because I've always been drawing. Um, so I've always been drawing, and I always like drawing pictures. And I was really into comics when I was a kid, um, comic strips especially. And then I discovered superhero comics, and I tried to draw them. 
But I never really got past drawing, like, the cover of the book. Yeah. I didn't too. understand, like, how to tell a story with pictures. I think because I was so focused on the drawing, and I couldn't draw as well as I wanted to. Um, so I really didn't start drawing comics until I was 20, um, after animation school. So I was, like, 23, 24. I was trying to make kids' books. And then I started making comics, and I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Um, so, yeah, I was in my mid-20s. Okay, let's see. Yeah, I, I always wanted to be, I, I think I'm going to be a comic book author when I grow up, and I can only draw some, the only good thing I can draw is people, and I can't draw anything else that's good, unless I take, like, an hour to do it or something. So, yeah. I, I kind of hear well, you. Can I comment on that, Annabelle? I think, um, you know, first of all, it takes a lot of time and energy to, like, get better at something. So, you know, that's just practice. So, like, um, uh, you just get better with practicing. And then drawing comics just takes a long time anyway. It's a very yeah. labor-intensive uh, art form. And then second of all, um, I think you can tell great comics even with just stick figures. So... Like, a lot of times people kind of, um, you know, beat up on themselves in a way, like, saying that they're not very good at drawing. But, um, the like, comics is about communicating a story. And the drawings don't have to be, like, beautiful. They just have to communicate yeah. what you're trying to get across. So if you can draw faces that communicate and emote, that have, like, facial expressions, like, that's... That's, like, really important, and that sounds like you're already on the way. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I am. Okay, here we go. What's your favorite thing to draw? This may be a very, very, very hard question because I love a lot. I love to draw a lot of things. <laughs> um, great question. I like drawing... Um, <laughs> I like drawing uh, my characters from Mr. Wolf's class. They're really fun to draw, and I'm lucky that okay. I like to draw them um i like to draw nature too um i really like drawing plants and trees and stuff because they they you can make you can make them look like anything like you know uh if i draw a car you're gonna go oh that doesn't look like a car if i make it yeah. wonky but if i draw a tree it's like the tree can be anything right it can grow in any direction well not really but <laughs> i don't know i like drawing nature because you can you can mess up a lot with it and it and it still looks good yeah, that's true. I mean, you showed us, um, if you were in the call, like I was, um, you, you you were showing about the your holiday card where you were trying to draw those sword ferns, and then you were like, ah, I might might as well just turn them into this instead. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's see. Um, what is your favorite book of the ones that you've made already? Why? My favorite book is Field Trip. That's my new one. So it came out in October of 2020 and i don't know it's my favorite and i you know i talked about drawing nature and this one has a lot of nature in it so that's that's partly why um i just feel like i'm getting better at, at making books too so you know when the new book comes out and if you want to know about the new book um i have a new one coming out next year in february of 2022 and it's called snow day it's the fifth mr wolf's class book and so i think when that one comes out i'm gonna say that's my favorite book <laughs> that was yeah. actually you kind of read my mind there because that was actually going to be the next question what's the title of the next book <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, if once we since you already said that, what do you do? You want to give away some of the plot, or at least tell us who the mainish character is? Because you've had like like in the third book, Samson was more or less the main character. Yeah, um, I can't tell you the plot so much, other That's than it true. involves snow, and then the main characters are going to be Mr. Wolf, Abdi, and Henry. Um, Abdi and Henry are kind of characters that I've, I've kind of always had a little bit of them in each book, but now they're going to get most of the book. Okay, yeah, like when Samson broke his leg, he's in literally all of it. He's like Yeah, that, that book was it. more about Samson, yeah, yeah. Lucky Stars. All right, I think we're done to all the questions except the last one where my brother is going to ask it. And if he has any more questions, he's probably going to say them now, too. So, Matthew, would you say this last question here, right here? So, what advice would you give to aspiring a comic book authors? What advice would I give to an aspiring comic book author? Um... Well, I think the biggest piece of advice is just keep drawing and writing. I think, you know, you only get better by doing it over and over again. And know that, you know, like, you're going to think that the thing that you make right now is going to be the best thing you've ever made, but uh, the next thing will be better, and the next thing will be better after that. Yeah. And um, I'll tell you one little secret. I don't, I don't tell this that often. I met the author Mo Willems, who does... Um, like elephant and piggy books and stuff like that. Um, I met him maybe, oh my gosh, it was a long time ago, almost 20 years ago. Um, it was right right, bef right when the first Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus book came out. <laughs> and I was telling him that I was, I was frustrated because I was making like little animated films. And I said, I've, I keep making all these films, but I'm not getting anywhere. And I, I want to have like a career in art. And he said, how many films have you made? And I, I had made 10 little animated films. Oh, I told geez. him, I made 10. And he said, okay, make 10 more. And I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess that advice is just, just keep doing it. And if you love doing it, like, just keep doing it. And I know for some people, some people make money doing this and some people don't. Um, and I guess if, if you really love it, then you'll do it no matter what. And maybe good things will come of it. Um, but you gotta try. So, and it can get messy, I bet. <laughs> it can get messy. Like, you, Matthew, you scatter your comics all over the table, and Mom and I have to clean them up all day. Uh, well, <laughs> it, well, it can get a bit messy. Like, I tried to draw Margot over and over and over until I finally got him, like, just yesterday. Her. Her. Sorry. <laughs> Well, thank well, that's you. great. Yeah, it just takes practice. I've drawn Margot thousands of times. So, Thank you so much, Aaron. Let's see. Thank you for listening to Comic Blast Weekly. Don't forget to buy a copy of Mr. Wolf's class.